0: Hi, and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. Today's podcast episode is pulled from snippets of one of our featured challenges with Graham. These challenges have been a fun way to interact with our online community. There's been great teaching and prophetic words, loads of insights, some great Q&A giveaways, and we've had a great community and opportunity for people to connect. This particular feature challenge will be airing March 17th, 2021 until March 19th. That's this Wednesday through Friday, if you're listening on the day that this podcast airs. Joining Graham for this featured challenge is Lindsay Van Zale. She's been an amazing host and contributor who's been in several challenges with us. In the snippets you hear from today, she's asking Graham some of the questions around the keys from the teaching on day one of the challenge. The topic of all this is around relational learning, and the title of this feature challenge is The Way God Walks With Us. The whole idea here is that God is not teaching us the way the world teaches us. He doesn't have an expectation like the world does. The kingdom form of growth and development is not like the world's education system at all. Not the same expectations, not the same pressures, not the same performance mentality. God starts from a place of us already being fully accepted and fully approved in Christ because Christ's righteousness has been given to us and he's paid completely for us. We start out at 100% with God and we get to grow up into all things in Christ, as the book of Ephesians says. Enjoy some of these great insights and revelation from Graham as we dive in.
1: The first key is slow learning is great learning. That is transformative in itself. Graham, let's talk a little bit about that because we in, you know we're in this world, right. but we're not of it. so everything about our lives is different, including the way we learn, right. the way we grow. Why is slow learning great learning in the kingdom?
2: I think because it is relational. You know God isn't doing anything academic in us. He's not teaching our head to do stuff. He's teaching our heart how to walk with him. So relational learning is slow. It takes time to get to know someone, and it takes time um, for you to be known. So what, I think what, that's one of the missing pieces, I think, in training and developing, and certainly in discipline, Everything is relational. You know, you, um, <clears throat> Relational learning is never fast because it's a process. It's a series of steps. It's a series of conversations. You can't learn something in one day that will last you for a lifetime. It just doesn't work that way. Now, not even the world works that way. But here's the fascinating thing is the Lord has taken us out of the world in terms of our heart and our thinking and put us in the kingdom. So he's put us in a completely different space so that we're not bothered by the pace of what, how the world works. We're actually in a place of rest in the kingdom. And you can really only learn from a place of rest. So one of the things that God has to do really is take care of our negatives. That's why every time God shows up, follow it all the way through scripture. Every time God shows up, the first thing he says is don't fear. First thing he says, don't fear. Why? Because fear is inconsistent. And you can't learn if you're fearful, you learn when you're restful. So clever learning is learning from a place of rest, rather than from a place of, I've got to do this, I've got to learn this, you know, so I love that, that um, we learn truth that actually sets us free, but freedom is a process, you know, and you find that every little piece of learning has several steps in it. One, let's just disempower your disappointments let's let's not start from a negative let's start from who jesus is let's not start from who you are let's start from who jesus is for you because that's the adjustment that's the key that's actually going to unlock your heart and empower you to start a process of learning that's more effective and more relational and more joyful
1: Now, talking about, you know, time, slow learning, we had a question from one of our members yesterday talking about how do you reconcile God's pace, which does not hurry us, which we just talked about, with the pace of the world, which demands that we learn in a given and restricted time? Because, you know, we are in the world, and the world has expectations on our learning. Like, how do we reconcile those two?
2: You don't. They're irreconcilable. You can't reconcile them. Because they're in two different spaces. It's like saying, how do I learn in Azerbaijan when I'm living in England? You don't. You know, you learn in the space that God has opened up for you. So there's no reconciling the world with the kingdom. We are in the world and we're loving people, loving our experience. But in terms of our thinking, our heart, our understanding, we are not of the world and we never will be. Because we're in Christ. So we have to shift our learning to a different place. So we're not trying to keep up to speed with how the world works. The world does nothing to teach us about life in the kingdom. Absolutely big fat zero. Nothing. So we, let's not even go there. It's not even, you know, it's not the question itself um, <clears throat> tells us that we're learning from the wrong place. We think that God came, Jesus came into the world to talk about the kingdom. So when you read the Gospels, that's all he ever talked about was his dad and the kingdom. That's it. And and, and everything he said, people had never heard that kind of wisdom before. Why? Because it wasn't a wisdom from the world. It was a wisdom from the kingdom. So he, he embraced who God is and where God lives. And here's the thing about the Lord. He's saying I want to open up the kingdom to you. And the kingdom is like so much bigger than the world around you. And worldly learning will keep you confined in a spiritual context. It may help you if you want to be an engineer, how to fix things. Great. But um, in, in the context of learning how to walk with God, learning how to become like God, you have to be in the right place. And you have to, be in, you have to know that you're in the kingdom. And so then we have to change focus. We have to start thinking from the kingdom. We start to see from a different level, different perspective. And that's the joy of what we do is we're not trapped because God's just shifted us into a whole place where we can learn safely, powerfully, and wonderfully. We're in the kingdom. We're in the world, but we're not of it. We're in the kingdom, and we're definitely of the kingdom. We are kingdom people growing up in the world. And uh, so that alone makes us extraordinary in that space. So you look at Daniel. He had the wisdom of the ancients. So Daniel was in Babylon. He was in this Babylonian kingdom empire. But he lived from his place in God. And so when he brought his wisdom from that place to here, everyone in the world was astonished. We've never heard anything like this. And that's what they said repeatedly about Jesus and even about Peter,
1: mm-hmm. who was not
2: an academic. Yeah, he was unlearned un- and ignorant, which means he was functionally illiterate. But they took note that he'd been with God. Here's the thing is you don't have to be clever to walk with God because he writes stuff on your heart. You know, so that's what we're learning. You can have one single truth and that truth will keep you going for weeks and months. That's the kingdom. There is a power. There's, there is a process of learning if you want to grow up into all things in Christ. Of course there's a process. But the process is set in a place of rest and peace and joy. And that is the kingdom. And the kingdom is always representative of God's heart and God's nature. So I love that. Just move from one place to another. We do it all the time
1: Yeah. in the world. I think that's- you know. That's huge because, you know, we talked a little bit yesterday about the information overload Mm. that is so prevalent in this world with social media and 24 hour news and the Internet. There's so much stuff that's being thrown at us. We're being told Mm. by the world how to think, how to feel, how to see the world. So in a world of self-reliance and self-empowerment and self-governing, yes, positivity can turn toxic, but not (laughs) in the kingdom. Right. Because we have the joy of the Lord and it's yeah. our strength, not our poison.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, it's a fascinating thing for me is that God is dealing with all our negativity, you know, because he has, because that is toxic. Negativity is like cancer. Mm-hmm. It attacks your internal organs. It attacks your internal peace, your internal rest, your trust, your faith. It attacks everything in you that can be attacked. And, <clears throat> You know and it, and it creates shame fear anxiety stress anger judgment and how does god how does god do that how does god change that in us how does god take our negativity and shift it and the first thing you have to know is he does it by not ever being negative about you he put you into christ on the cross so he got rid of everything that was against you, everything that was working against you. He got rid of all your background and all the things that people said about you that were you know, difficult, poor, obscene, whatever. And he takes all the experiences that you've had of life and he put it on Christ on the cross. And he said, why don't we just take that away? Because we're not working on that. We're actually going to give you the opposite. And so... Um, <clears throat> Christians who are practicing negativity are not walking with God in his image. And that's how you know. Every time, everyone's advertising. Every time you open your mouth, you're saying something about who you are and who you're not. You're saying something about where you live from and where you don't live from. And for God to deal with negativity is an absolute must. Because otherwise, you'll be double-minded. You know, you'll be fearful, but you'll also be hopeful. And you'll be double-minded and you'll be shifting from one foot to the other. So <clears throat> we're not walking with our old nature because Jesus took it away. I mean, I thank God for that every single day. That I'm not, I don't have to deal with my old man, I'm just dealing with the new one. And that is relational learning. That's what we do on Brilliant TV. We teach people how to work, how to live in the place that God has set aside for them. So you can't hurry love, you know, and so when we love the learning, um, we're actually being positioned by the Holy Spirit to know the truth and to have that truth set us free. Here's the thing what God has done is I put you in Christ. So no matter what's going on in your life, I see you the same way that I see him. And he has no problems with you. We have no problems with you because we dealt with all those problems on the cross. You're the one with the problems and we're the ones with the process. So we start from acceptance. We're not working towards it. you know. So um, in religion and legalism, they're always trying to fix what you're not. And if they can't fix it, they'll blame you for it, condemn you for it, and judge you for it. But but God is very clear about what he's doing, and he is not double-minded. I put you into Christ so that I would see you the same way that I see him. I have confidence that Jesus took away all sin. So now you don't have a sin nature. You may have a sin habit, which is because you've got learned behaviors that need to be overcome. You've got learned ways of seeing and thinking that need to be adjusted. But here's the thing. Right from the beginning, in, before we even give lesson one on day one, right from the beginning, I totally accept you as you are. And now you are my workmanship. I'm working on you to willing to do of my good pleasure. Here's the thing with the enemy. He wants, he's bombarding us all the time. With what you're not, or what about this, or what about that, and he's he, the enemy wants us to work on half a dozen things at once, and so but you can't you can't learn that way. You have to learn on one thing. So when God puts his finger on something, that's what he wants to. That's where he wants to engage with you. And the thing I love about God is the place where He lives in us. He lives in the low place of our experience. He lives in the place where we struggle. He lives in the place where we have difficulty. That's where he chooses to stand and to put his throne. So we can boldly come before the throne of grace because that's where God is sitting in our life. And he's saying, listen, don't worry about everything. Let me take care of all the other stuff. You just focus on this. I put you in Jesus so that when I look at you, I don't see anything wrong with you. I just see what is missing? What's missing from your experience with me? We're not talking about right where, where things are not right. We're talking about what's missing because I'm not blaming you for anything. There's no condemnation in my heart towards you. I'm very clear about how I see you. I see you in the beloved. I accept you in the beloved. And yeah, I'm going to work on you. And because you know you're accepted, you will joyfully work with me. Because you know that I'm, I'm not going to call you out on your stuff. I'm going to call you up to who you really are. We're not learning from a negative. We're learning from the positive that's in God's heart about you.
0: Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed that. I've always been richly blessed when I get to hear again the Father's heart and how He develops and how He grows us. His perspective towards us and the way he really feels that his goals and his methods are so much different than the world's and how most of us have grown up. It's incredibly freeing and delightful to walk in this way with Jesus and to trust the Holy Spirit with our growth. I'd love for you, our podcast listeners, to consider joining us for this featured challenge. Again, it's Wednesday, March 17th through Friday, March 19th. We will have all of the videos playing at 10 a.m. Pacific time. There's going to be a lot of great content and teaching, resources for you and community, and some great giveaways. We make these affordable and a minimal time commitment to give you the maximum value and blessing. I'll put a link in the description for you to check it out, or you can just go to challenge.gramcook.com. Dot com. Again, that's challenge.gramcook.com Hope to see you there. May this be a blessed, fruitful, and joyful week for you as you walk with the Father in His joy of training you as His child, of teaching you His ways, of His patience and His kindness as you learn, and as you become everything that He already sees in you in Christ. Many blessings, beloved. We'll see you next time.